0: be Thanksgiving. It's, uh, it's Thanksgiving 2020 and I'm here in my backyard on the back patio and I thought, you know, maybe we turn on the stream. Maybe we talk to some friends. Maybe we see, because I think there's a lot of people out there who are isolating and who are not, who do, you know, they're not getting together with friends. They're not getting together with family and uh, maybe we hang out. Maybe we hang out. Maybe we talk a little bit and um, you know it's it's quiet. It's a nice day. It's a nice morning. So start out uh, with some friends and and chat together. I don't know. Maybe that could be something that we do. People are showing up in the chat. Happy Thanksgiving. you know i'm 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 reading the news off my phone today since I don't have my fancy setup. Uh, and you know, as you would expect, it to be on Thanksgiving, there's essentially no news except people talking about. What kind of um, what kind of discounts you're going to be able to get tomorrow on Black Friday uh, and Cyber Monday? I suppose that's still a thing. I think everyone just migrated to Black Friday, but uh, we're actually doing a little discount at uh, on Fireside. So if you're a podcaster or you want to become one, we're doing a little discount. Uh, I think the promo code is Black Friday 2020. If you do that before the end of the day tomorrow, Friday, you're going to get. Did I, did I make it 50% off for your first couple months? It's more than I should have done, but I think that's what it is. So anyway, now is the time if you want to become uh, a Fireside user customer, go for it. That's the way to do it. So uh, just a little, you know, inside baseball stuff. I'm using my MacBook Pro 16-inch and a little Focusrite 2i2 and my Shure SM7 uh, connected up just very simply streaming the same way I normally do just a little bit of a different setup it's kind of nice we get some nice weather once in a while in Austin might as well take advantage of it uh, but that's the setup very basic and I think I'm going to use the same exact setup later when I record with John the only thing that I wish is that this little 2i2 I thought that it had the same preamps in it that the eight um, the 1 8 i8 the 18 i8 has, which is what I use in this studio. But I'm feeling like maybe it doesn't. I'm feeling like maybe the preamps are not as powerful in this, because I feel like the audio is less. Usually it hits at about minus 6, and here it's hitting more like minus 15. So, you know, we'll fix it in post. I mean, the show will never air anyway. But, you know, I went through all the news and I couldn't find anything useful. I couldn't find anything good. I couldn't find anything that that people are going to care about. And uh, so what do we do? We just hang out. We just talk, I guess, today. We just chat. So many people are talking about Zoom calls, though. And that's the thing that's kind of weird. It's like people always want special backgrounds and lighting for their Zoom calls. Do they... Do they really care? Do people really care about that kind of thing? I don't know. If I'm on a Zoom call, I just want to get out of there as fast as possible. Yeah, Andrew said he had to turn me up. And I suppose I could try and add some of the gain filters here, but I don't know. Why don't don't they put more gain on there? Let's see. Maybe I can do this live. Let's do it live. Let me see if I can boost the gain up. All right. I just boosted the gain and uh yeah so that's better maybe we'll do that of course i'll have to edit this in post for the audio side but so everyone's saying good morning look at someone's are you in moscow someone's in moscow that's badass it's 8 p.m and snowing in moscow matt v i hope i'm saying your name right that's crazy you think about that okay they say it sounds good now keith hi keith uh, Moscow. Wow. So people are, are eight ha ha TC says, did you eat breakfast today? If so, what? And did you work out? Yes. Yes, I did work out. I work out probably six days a week. I usually take one day off. Uh, and I actually worked out in the, uh, in the garage gym right here in the house. And for breakfast, I had two hard boiled eggs And a, you know, I, I hate to call it an English muffin because that's, that's just wrong. It's not an English muffin, but it's supposed to be, but it's like a paleo English muffin, which means it's made from like almond flour. And really it's a vehicle to get butter and jam into your body. It's it in and of itself has almost no flavor at all. Look at that. Hi from Portugal. Hi, Carlos says hi from Portugal and happy Thanksgiving for everyone in the States. Hi to you too. It's great that I didn't realize I had so many internet, but I guess everyone, only the international people are going to be here today on a normal day. It's all, you know, it's probably just the Americans who show up, but today all the Americans are watching the, uh, is the Macy's day parade over? I'm not impressed by the Macy's day parade. I, I must say I, um, I, I, I find that, uh, the Macy's day parade is a little bit lacking for me because I grew up in Philadelphia where we had the mummer's day parade. And, or not Mummer's Day Parade, we had the Mummer's Parade, and the Mummer's Parade was like the best parade in the world, and I thought everyone had that. And then you'd watch the Macy's Day, in Macy's Thanksgiving Day Parade, and you'd be like, eh, it's, it's all right. But it turns out nobody knows what Mummer's Parade is, except me, because I'm from Philly. Keith knows about it, of course. Keith, maybe you can put a link into the uh, into the chat about the Mummer's Day Parade. Uh, Mummer Strut, that's right. And so now I look at the Macy's parade. I'm like, who, who cares? What's this? No one even cares about that. Hold on. I got to fix, I got to fix a cable. Hang on. Cable was threatening to fall. So you're seeing, you're seeing it uh, without all the, uh, pomp and circumstance of a usual, uh, the usual setup at the office, but we can get, we'll get by. So anyway, I have to record road work. And I think I'm just going to sit right here and I'm going to record road work right out here. Like, you know, John, if John can record in the bathtub, <laughs> I can record out here. Uh, so here's something that's interesting. Uh, I read, and none of these links will be none of these links will be in the show notes because I'm not I, I I'm not going to do it. I'm just not going to do it. Ah, hey Jesse. Jesse is uh, saying hi from Pennsylvania. Where are you in Philly? I hope I hope you're not in Pittsburgh. Uh, Robert says uh, happy Thanksgiving from a cold, gray, and rainy Nova Scotia. I want to go to Nova Scotia. I really want to. I've been to Canada one time. I went to uh, the walled city of Quebec, or Quebec, as I'm supposed to say. And uh, that was very cool. Um, So, it says, Divorce rates skyrocket during normally quiet Thanksgiving week. Lawyers blame pandemic. Yeah, let's blame everything on the pandemic. Uh, But in this case, I think it's true. This is an article over on uh, Fox News. That's what showed up in here. And it says... um, the holiday season is usually a slow season for divorces, but they're saying it's much higher than normal. And yeah, it probably is because of the pandemic. Um, Oh, I got this really cool watch today. I tweeted about it. It's so do you know what ghost nets are? Have you ever heard of ghost nets? Ghost nets apparently are these horrible nets that are used for fishing in the oceans and they're the ones that catch all of the animals like the sea turtles and the whales and the dolphins and all the other animals that then get caught in the nets and die. So ghost nets are bad. And they came out with a uh they came out with a watch. Timex paired up with this company called NOAA, N-O-A-H, Noah. And apparently they do these cool collaborations, collabs, sorry, millennials. Uh and um and they do these things together and this one that they did <laughs> it's this watch <laughs> you know I'm a watch nerd no watch on right now and uh and so this watch it has it's it's a uh, they actually call it um Ghostnet Suck watch that's what the watch is called the Ghostnet Suck watch and it is I'm going to I'm going to hold just hold up my phone here and you can see it uh, <laughs> it's a turtle, okay? And the turtle is in one hand has a knife and the other hand is holding up its middle finger to flick off the ghost nets. <laughs> and the reason it has a knife, you see, is because it's cutting it's cutting through the ghost net. <laughs> it's not stabbing people. And on the back, on the back it says this. Um And so if you, since I'm not doing show notes today, uh, if you Google it, it, um, well, here's I'll actually just show you the little video so you can see here's the little animation there. You've got the turtle swimming and he encounters a buddy of his trapped in a ghost net and he's using the knife to cut his buddy out. And then, uh, the buddy is now buddy turtle is now freed and he looks up above him to see the boat and flicks it off. Ghost nets ghost nets suck. So go pick yourself up one of these. 125 bucks. And it says that I think I think it's ten percent of the proceeds go to Ocean Defenders Alliance and one percent for the planet partner whose volunteers physically remove ghost nets and other industrial fishing debris from the ocean. So it's for a good cause. And I'm a watch nerd, I can't pass up watches like this when I see something cool like that. Um uh, ha TC says, I'm battling the urge to go work out on the treadmill, but now I've mentioned yours. I'm going to do it. Thanks. My workout today was a hit workout on the rower, which I did for, uh, it's about a 20 minute hit workout. And then I do, uh, three sets of curls, uh, tricep lifts, push ups, and sit ups. So today's my light day. And apparently I've got to buy, for, I've got to buy some horse mats or <laughs> horse mats. My old trainer, I was asking her where I'm supposed to get, what I'm supposed to get to use as a pad to put down under, uh, cause I want to, I want to start deadlifting again. It's been too long since I've been deadlifting and it's hard enough to find the bar and the plates, but I can find those. But I said, what am I supposed to use under the, uh, un, you know, between the, when you, when you drop the deadlift bar and your garage floor so you don't crack your floor or break the barn. She said, of all things, horse mats. Horse mats from the Tractor Supply Company. That's where i got to go to get me some horse mats. Uh, and this is what they look like, a thick rubber stall mat. They are four foot by six foot. They're three-quarter inch thick, and um, they're about 50 bucks. So... <laughs> <laughs> sometime within the next few days, I'm going to be going to the tractor supply company to go pick me up some horse mats. And, uh, let's see who else has shown up in the chat. Um, Oh, okay. Jesse says he's in Northwest Pennsylvania, about two hours North of Pittsburgh, Titusville, Pennsylvania, where oil was first discovered. Uh, David, uh, or Dave D Davdy, Davd says, why isn't Mike so good? It's good because I just boosted the gain in OBS. That's why it sounds good. And there's another Jesse from Pennsylvania who has the Philadelphia suburbs covered. I was, um, I was born in Abington, Pennsylvania and, uh, and lived there for a while. I actually never lived in the city of Philly when I lived in Pennsylvania. I never lived there. I always lived in, in, we went there frequently, but I never lived directly in the city. So anyway, horse mats, you know, you got to, uh, you got to get stocked up. Now here's something my son has been asking me. He wants an NVIDIA RTX uh, video card, graphics card for his computer. And um, and he wants the RTX because that's what you get when, you, if you use one of those, you get the cool shading, the Minecraft shading and stuff like that. And so that's what he wants to upgrade. I think he's got a GTX 1070 in there, which is what we got in the machine when we got it. It's an Alienware. And... Um, I checked on the prices; of these RTXs and like the entry level RTX is like five or six hundred bucks. Hey, Matthew Murray, hello from Chicago. I'm from Mitch and Murray. I'm from downtown, and um, and and so these things are crazy expensive, like six hundred dollars. I told him, dude, you know, I'm not spending. Sorry, I love you, but I'm not spending six hundred bucks on a freaking graphics card so you can get cool shaders in Minecraft. But it turns out here, an article on hype beast, Nvidia's RTX. 3060 ti will sell for 400 bucks and it's supposed to arrive in like a week i'm not spending for sorry buddy i'm not spending 400 bucks for you uh on a graphics card but this is a, seems like a pretty good deal if you're in the market for a, a graphics card it seems pretty cool so that's something that i would uh i would consider oh look at that uh, jesse says he's um in Glenside, minutes from Abington. So if you if you go into Abington, I went to, is this still around? Jesse, tell me. I went to Abington Friends. That was the name of my little little school. And then I went to Rydal Elementary. Are those things still around? Do they still exist? And if you want to see the apartments that I lived in, the ones where I used to get beat up uh, at the bus stop in the morning or try to avoid getting, I avoided it more than I was beat up. Uh, by the by the big kids at the bus stop. I lived in Meadowbrook apartments. anywhere near that Jesse Meadowbrook you ever pass those. That's that's where I lived. Oh, and you know what? The first house that I lived in before we moved to Abington was in the Chamonix and there was a Chamonix mall that had a Wanamakers in it want to makers. So uh, Jesse, go check out those locations and be sure to uh, <laughs> send me photos if you do. And D- Dav D is also from Philly. Uh, riding to Wawa in Floortown to get my gobbler. <laughs> very, very nice. Uh, we saw the turkey got pardoned. Trump pardoned the uh, the turkey, uh, and uh, the turkey's name was Korn, Corn C O R N. Isn't that a weird name for <clears throat> for a turkey? It seems like it is. Um, just looking, I marked a couple other uh, news stories I wanted to cover here. Um, oh, you saw, I'm sure everyone's seen this by now because it's impossible to avoid it, especially if you're in the little circle of podcasters that, that I'm in with John Roderick and you saw that Ken Jennings is set up as the interim host for uh, Jeopardy. It seems pretty good. But I wonder, what does that mean, interim host? Is this going to be like the situation with Apple where Steve Jobs was the, uh, the interim CEO and wound up just becoming the CEO? Is that what's going to happen? Uh, or, um, or what? Uh, Davdi says, uh, Abington friends is a big school and my friends went there. Um, when I was little, it was not a big school. It was a very small school. So that's cool. That is very cool. Um, oh, okay. So the, so Chris, uh, says that they're always food names. The turkeys are always have food names. A few years ago, it was pee, <laughs> peas and carrots. Uh, Jesse's going to do a whole tour. I want you to do a whole tour and I want you to send me pictures of everything. If you don't mind, I would love to see those things again. The last time that I was in Philly, we did go to, uh, we went by Meadow Brook, and it was looked exactly the same. And I found my old house that I grew up in, and uh, it looked ex- almost exactly the same too, which is weird. It's kind of weird because here, like here in, in in Austin, things have changed so much. I've been here almost ten years, and in the ten years that I've been here, things are completely different. And I know a few people have been here longer. Uh, and, uh, some people who've even grown up here who said it is completely unrecognizable compared to, uh, when they were, when they were kids. So, uh, yeah, who Jason Thompson says they're having multiple guest hosts before choosing a permanent one, but don't you think that they'll pick Ken Jennings as the permanent one? Are they going to find someone better than Ken Jennings to do this? I don't think you find someone better than Ken Jennings. I don't know who you even who you even tap to do it, but Ken is going to be good at this. Even if you're not a Ken Jennings fan, you can't deny that he would be perfect for this thing. I don't think. Uh, I keep hearing different things about the vaccinations for COVID. Are you going to get a vaccination if you, uh, you know, when, I shouldn't say if, when, when one comes out, are you going to run out and get one? Or are you going to wait? Are you going to be a guinea pig or are you going to wait and see what happens uh, and decide if based on what other people do, if you're going to get one? Uh, Jeff says, the question is, does Ken want to do this full time? Of course he does. Of course he does. That's not even a question. I don't disagree with you, Jeff. That is a good question, but I'm going to say that's not even, of course he does. Of course. Who, Who wouldn't want to host Jeopardy if you're entire career is based on winning Jeopardy. How could you not want to be in that, in that space all the time? I think you would do it. I think he'd be nuts not to do it. If they called me today and said host Jeopardy, of course I'm going to do it. Anybody who has any kind of aspiration to do anything at all in the television media, if, unless you're like want to do news only, of course you host Jeopardy. Everyone would want to host Jeopardy. Yeah. Uh, he says LeVar Burton was also in talks to take the spot. I don't, I don't see that as being a LeVar Burton thing. He's so chill. That guy is so chill and so cool to listen to. I almost get a chill, relaxing vibe from LeVar. And to me, Jeopardy is, I won't say it's intense, but it's, there's some tension there. I don't know. Maybe I just want LeVar Burton to be chill, (laughs) Um Daved says, I almost moved to Austin, Mac, a bunch of times, and each time it's a different city, unrecognizable. Yeah, I don't know what it's going to turn into. I don't know what it's going to be like here in another 10 years. Housing prices are absolutely crazy, though, and property taxes are crazy, too. Well, let's see what happens. There's the cover to my grill. Oh, I, I-, I posted to Twitter what my setup is. I'm using my Weber grill to balance the laptop here. And I'm sitting in what is essentially a patio chair uh, with a, the SM7 uh, on a little stand. I'll give you a little a little shot of that there. There's the stand just here in the backyard. Uh, Davd says, I'll stay secluded and wait for vaccine 2.1. Chris says, there will likely be a ton of first responders and the like that take the vaccines first. So we'll have lots of info when the regular folks get access to it. That's a good point. All the first responders, of course, are going to get it, um, but I'm just curious. Like, what are people are because I like my mom, who's in her 70s, out in the uh, in the wilds of South Florida. It can't wait for it. She can't wait for it. She's not. She's like unwilling to do anything, leave the house or anything, until she gets it. And I think there's a lot of people who feel the same way. So there's a bunch of football games uh, going to be on today. Uh, and I'm going to have to miss some of them in order to record with John. He wanted to record at the regular time. He's like, I don't care if it's Thanksgiving. I canceled it anyway. I said, well, I haven't canceled it just because I don't have as many people here. I'm not, it's not canceled. We're still doing a meal. So what is your Thanksgiving meal normally? And has it changed this year? I'd love to know what what's different for you. We used to always prepare a turkey ourselves, get the turkey. I used to brine it. I used to follow Alton Brown's uh, turkey brining recipe, uh, where you would go and get a one of those five gallon, you know, the the giant five gallon buckets from Home Depot. I would get one of those. Of course, it's sanitary. So I found there was like a food grade quality one that Lowe's had. So I switched to that, and uh, and you know, clean it really good, and then you put you put your brining in there. You've got the different salts and all that different things, and you brine it. And it was the only way I could ever get the turkey to to come out. Anything but completely dried AF, and uh, and so we did that for a while, and then once we were here in Texas, with all the amazing barbecue, uh, so many really great barbecue places do smoke turkeys, and they're like the same price as a turkey that you have to prepare yourself, and they're so much better. They're so much better. Oh my god, they're so much better. So I started. We started getting those, and this year, shout out to Mum's Foods. It's um a local like farm to table pastured only kind of uh barbecue place. They do catering and then they serve at like on um, I think it's Saturdays at the like local farmer's market and it's owned by like a husband and wife and they're really cool and I've met them personally and they're wonderful people and they do uh, this year they're doing. So what we stocked that we've got it all they're doing. They do the best pastrami in Texas. I guarantee it. If not more than Texas, but they do, uh, you can get briskets, you can get pastrami, but we just did, we did a turkey and I did, uh, a rack, full rack of baby back ribs and a ton of their sides. It's the most Texas breakfast. And I tweeted the other day, I said, I've got the, uh, smoked turkey and baby back ribs in the Yeti cooler in the back of my pickup truck. What could possibly be more Austin, Texas than that? And uh, so I'm looking forward to that. I want to eat that now, but here's something that's come up. This is just a debate that I was having. It started yesterday with my son. Um, do you, if, so I think the theory is most people, well, first of all, like when you take a step back, what time do you eat Thanksgiving dinner? Quote unquote dinner. Is it dinner? If it's at 1 PM or is is it dinner based on the time or is it dinner based on what the food is? Okay. So if you eat dinner foods, Early in the day, let's say at one, is it dinner or is it just lunch? Or is it the number of meals you've had in the day? So if you've had two meals first and then you have your third meal, is that dinner regardless of the time that you have it? Or is it dinner if it's in the evening, regardless of how many meals you've had before it? If you skip lunch and then eat at 5 p.m., is that still your lunch or is it dinner? So I'm going to answer these questions for you. I'm going to say that dinner is defined in, in I think two different ways. It's dinner. If it's had in in if, okay, hold on more. I'm just, I'm thinking of more things. I like got more, more, this has just got more complicated. If you are awake during the day and not during the night, because there are people who do night shifts and things like that. If you're awake during the day, you're, and, and you wake up in the morning, actually, I guess it doesn't matter. I guess that doesn't matter. I take it back. Your third meal of the day is dinner. Your third meal of the day is dinner regardless of what you have. This is my, uh, my ruling on this. The third meal of the day is always dinner regardless of when you have it. So even if you've, if you've eaten three complete separate meals and the third one is at 2 p.m., I think that's your dinner. I think that's dinner. If you eat dinner items but it's not your third meal, And it's not the evening, that's not dinner. If it's the evening and you've been awake since the morning and you've had zero or more meals, then that meal that you have in the evening is dinner. Even if you have not had breakfast and lunch, technically it's your breakfast, but it's also dinner. Okay, that's, I'm going to leave it there. But when do you all eat Thanksgiving dinner? When do you eat that? This is this is what I'm I want to know. Because I think people call people will eat way earlier. And the thinking is if you eat earlier, then you can get another, like a second dinner a few hours later, or you can have dessert a few hours later. But I am not the kind of person that likes to wait. I don't want to eat. I almost lost the phone. I don't want to eat. a a meal and then wait hours later for dinner. This is crazy. Do you know families that do this? They'll eat their meal and they'll wait like an hour or two before dinner so the food can digest. Screw that. I I don't even get up from the table. I want to eat the meal and then the dessert is there and you eat the dessert. There's no taking a break. Let's go for a walk. Nonsense. I completely reject all of that. I, I think that's complete BS. There's no reason you don't get, if you were at a restaurant, you're not going to get up and walk around the restaurant for 20 minutes and then sit back down and order coffee. No, you the coffee gets brought right out. The Coffee gets brought right out. That's what I say. Okay, hold on. We got to go to the chat here for a second. Uh, Brianne, hi, Brianne says, I smoked a turkey a few years ago. It took so many hours to finish. Yeah, I've am. i got a Traeger here and it would probably be great on the Traeger, but no, we order it in. Uh, Milos, Milos, sorry. My toddler says, hi, and happy Thanksgiving in his own way by mashing on the keyboard. Thank you. Davd says, curry goat oxtail. I think it was always around 3 p.m., Cowboys game, and then I went to the movies. I I love seeing movies on Christmas Day, or on Thanksgiving day. I think I saw Rain Man in the theater on Christmas day or something like that. Um, Dinner is what you all decide it will be. False, Scott, false. I'm not going to block you, but you may not disagree with my ruling about what dinner is during the stream. After the stream, we can disagree and that's fine and we can be friends. But during the stream, my ruling stands. (laughs) chris says fourth meal has to be taco bell (laughs) richard says uh that he eats between one and two p.m and scott says i skip breakfast as my feeding window shortens when i eat during the day scott uh, scott also says dinner is the last meal of the day i like that the last meal of the day becomes dinner uh song notes by david potts is his name he says growing up five to six p.m this year first time doing a 3 p.m meal with our neighbor's pod first time eating this early Um. Chris says in a normal year, we eat first when the whole family shows up and then graze the rest of the day. This year, it's just grazing ourselves at home. I don't like grazing in general. I I like because I don't snack. This is another way that I'm weird. I don't really snack. I don't have a snack. I just eat the meals, breakfast, lunch, and dinner. The exception to that is I will have a forced snack, whether I'm hungry or not, I will force myself to eat at about 9 30 or 10 p.m. Because um one of the things that related to the like I was waking up in the night or in the very early hours, like three or four in the morning, having trouble getting back to sleep. And I actually went to like people like who focused on like sleep and nutrition and the relationship between sleep and nutrition. And they took a look at what I was eating and they had me do one of these um tests to see if you're, um, like a, a check your adrenals and you basically spit, sorry, this is what they do. You spit into a little, into a little vial a few times a day over the course of a few days. And then you send these away and they check to see it. Anyway, they figured out that I was having like a blood sugar crash in those early, early hours and they said that the way that I would fix this would be by eating something later. They said, what time do you have dinner? I said, like 6.30 or 7. I said, well, what, what are your snacks after that? I'm like, I don't snack. Who snacks? I'm an adult. I don't need a snack. They're like, yeah, you do, actually. You really do. So they forced me to start eating snacks at like 9.30, 10 o'clock at night. So I eat like a yogurt and a banana or something. And, but I sleep better. So other than that, I don't really snack. And I think that's, that's the biggest, you know, there's so many processed foods out there. There There's so many unhealthy snacks that people start snacking and then they, uh, they put on weight because they're not paying attention to how much they eat. Be honest with me. When you snack, let's just say you're gonna have some potato chips, right? Here's what I'm telling you. I know, I know you, I know you because I am you. When you eat some potato chips, and I do, I will, you know, if I'm watching a game or something, and people want to have food out. But I want, like, in a normal day, I'm not uh, just eating a snack, but in a special circumstance, here's what you're not doing you're not taking some potato chips out and putting them into a bowl, and then wrapping up the bag of potato chips and putting it into your pantry, and then eating what's in the bowl. You're not doing that. You know how I know? Because no one does this. You have the bag. And you eat out of the bag. And that's what they want you to do. Then you're going to lose track of how much you've eaten. If I were to say, "How after 10 minutes, how many chips have you eaten? You don't know. Did you eat a quarter of the bag? Half the bag? Have you eaten all the bag? There's possibility that you ate the whole thing. So the way that you you manage all of this is with portion control. You take out what you think you should eat. And then are you really going to get up later and unwrap the bag and take more out? No, you're going to say, I shouldn't do that. I shouldn't eat any more. That's called portion control, my friends. Chris says it's 2020, Dan. <laughs> Food is all we have left. This is true. I believe that you should, so back to my original point, I believe you should have a Thanksgiving dinner at dinner time. five o'clock seems good. Five, 5.30, that's dinner. That's when you eat the big Thanksgiving dinner. But nobody does that. This is how we did it when I was a little kid growing up and nobody else does that. Everybody else that I know eats at like uh, someone here in in the chat, Richard said, between like one and two. Two o'clock is like a late Thanksgiving dinner. But it's not really dinner then, is it? It's more like a lunch and you probably haven't eaten anything. But here's my original, original question. My original, original question is, and this is the debate that I was talking about uh, with my son, do you really, like some people will say, I'm gonna eat a really light breakfast or I'm gonna skip breakfast or I'm gonna have a really light lunch so that I have more room to eat at Thanksgiving dinner time. But that doesn't work for me. And this is what I was just discovering. I never really thought about it. I have the same capacity, my stomach, the size of my stomach doesn't seem to change if I'm more hungry or if I'm less hungry. So I'm giving you a visual if you're watching on YouTube this is my stomach. I think my stomach has contracted and it's like this now. And so whether I have eaten lunch or eaten a light lunch or not, I might get, I might be hungrier at dinner. Okay. I might be hungrier, but I don't have an increased capacity for consumption. So let me just say that another way. Let's say that instead of going to Velvet Taco for lunch, I go to One Taco. Their tacos are small. And let's say I only get two of them. Two One Taco tacos, I am going to be absolutely famished at dinnertime. I'm going to be dying of hunger come 6.30. I'm going to be like ready to eat. But the amount of food that I can consume won't change. It won't change based on how big of a lunch that I had, unless I had some crazy big lunch late in the day or if I skip lunch, by 6.30 it rolls around, I'm still going to be eating the same amount. But the, I, am I the only one that's like that? Graham says, what time do you have to get up to start cooking if you're eating at 1? It's about 6.30 in the morning if you're doing a turkey. That's another reason why I recommend picking up a turkey. So anyway, you know, we've done, we put in our half hour. I like to do a half an hour stream, um, but I'm glad y'all could join me here. If you have questions for me, you can ask them. And I'll answer them. Otherwise, I think I feel like we're done. There's not really anything else happening tomorrow. Though I am doing an, a special episode of Quit, where I'm going to be talking about starting your business and what you need to know to start. What you need to know to start a business in 2020. Uh, Song Notes asks Dan, "What's your plate portion strategy? One huge plate, no refills, or do you plan plate refills into your initial serving?" I'm I'm not really a seconds kind of a person. Um, if I'm getting seconds of something, I'll tell you what, that's gotta be something extraordinarily good for me to want more of it. I will take what I want and I'll eat that. Generally, I'm done after that. But see, I'm not, I'm not, I don't overeat. Uh, um, I believe in, in eating just enough to where you start to feel full and and that's it. And on like a day like today, yeah, I probably will eat some extra ribs, come to think of it. I probably will eat more ribs than I originally take. But that's about it. That's about it. Uh, oh, so Davd is saying, what is this and what is quit? Okay, <laughs> well, if you're here, this is the daily stream that I've been doing as an experiment to see if it, if this is something fun where in the morning I will go, I'll read. I will read the news stories that I have found to be interesting for the day and help you all start your day off right with a little friendly chat and conversation, and this is your opportunity to go and ask questions. Uh, but what is Quit? Quit is a podcast that I took a break from and recently started back up again, where I help people stop doing the things that, uh, that don't bring them tremendous joy in their careers and help them start the things that do bring them tremendous joy in their career. So that could be quitting a job that's bad for you or quitting the bad habits at your job or quitting the way that you think uh, you have to be or starting something cool and awesome, like a new business uh, or a startup or something like that. And I talk about what mistakes I've made and lessons that I've learned in the businesses that I run, like uh, fireside.fm and 5x5. Uh, so, Davd, maybe you will show up and listen to some of those. Uh, but I don't have a guest lined up for this, this week's quit, but I've got a bunch of really good guests. And Ah, it's time, you know, the UFO show, I think, I think I'm finally ready to do the UFO show. I have a really good list, but the problem that I, and this is the last thing I'll say, I think, before we wrap up today, the concern that I had about the UFO show was that I wouldn't get enough audience participation. And I don't think I will get enough audience participation if I start out with, with a show where I'm trying to do mainly audience participation. (laughs) I think it'll take more than that, but I think we need to build the audience for the show. I have an audience, but not all of them care about UFOs and paranormal and conspiracy stuff and, you know, Illuminati and tunnels under the Denver airport. I don't think enough people will know about it to start off with the kind of audience that I would want to make it a call-in show. So that's okay. What I'm going to start out doing is interviews. I'm going to start out doing interviews. And my thinking is this. I, I have a, l- a long list of guests that I want to interview. Thanks to a lot of you who submitted guest ideas for me, by the way. Uh, but I'm going to go out and I will um, I will reach out to all of these guests. I will book them. I will book them for a specific week. And then I will announce who the guest is going to be. And I will start collecting your questions. Now, I don't know if the best place to do this is on a Discord or in a Reddit I guess I have to start my own Reddit and then people can ask there. Uh, but there is definitely going to be a Patreon for that show that people will be able to go to and um, and contribute their money and then in turn get better special access to the guests. Maybe that's how the call-ins will work. I, I don't know. But I will take your questions. And then when the guest comes on, I will have a conversation with them about their topic of that, that they're an expert in. And then... Uh, the, the second half of the show will be asking your questions that you've already pre-submitted. And so then hopefully after I've done this for a number of months, the audience will have grown enough that I could do like a monthly call-in show with or without a guest where I get to hear your stories and, and things like that. So that's my idea for it. Uh, I'd love to know what you think about it. Um. Last thing I want to do actually is complain about YouTube a little bit. Would it be a YouTube show if I didn't complain a little bit about YouTube? And my complaint is it takes way, way, way too long for YouTube to publish this live stream. So here's the process and the way that it works is I will do this show live. I'll hit stop. Then the show will almost instantaneously be available in my YouTube studio under the live tab, it's there and I can share the link and people can watch it. And it's cool, but it won't actually appear on my YouTube page, which is what triggers notifications and other other things for people. It won't actually appear there at all until I have, I guess, usually 24 hours. And until I've tweeted to them that it's not working and I know other people with much bigger YouTube channels than I have who will do a live stream and then it's available basically immediately. But what am I doing wrong? Is it because I don't have a big enough audience? Is it because I don't have enough subscribers? Is it because I use OBS to live stream? No, everyone uses that. So if anybody knows, I would love to know what I need to be doing different, what I'm doing wrong. Anyway, thanks for having fun and tuning in today. This was kind of cool, and you got to see my backyard. Uh, But I appreciate it. I appreciate all of you, and, of course, I'm super thankful. I wouldn't be able to do a damn thing that I do to make a living if it wasn't for all of you who do tune in. So thanks to everybody who tuned in. I hope you have a really good Thanksgiving. And uh, if you are stuck at home, maybe you're with just one or two other people or you're all alone by yourself, Um, maybe this was entertaining for you and I hope it was, and I hope this makes you feel maybe not so alone during a COVID Thanksgiving. So, um, yeah, have a good one. Happy Thanksgiving.